You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast, Thanksgiving Football Edition. My name is Josh, and I am joined by my friend and co-host Alex, and we are here to talk New York Giants as well as the Dallas Cowboys, because it is a Giants-Cowboys game on Thanksgiving, the second slate uh, of games, obviously, the Thanksgiving tradition. There's three games. Uh, Giants play the game at 430 in Dallas, Texas, on Thanksgiving. And to start us off, Alex, I thought it would be super fun to do like a little thing here to kind of set us going, talking about Thanksgiving, getting in the Thanksgiving spirit of things with an opening question. Um, well, first of all, I will ask Alex, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, there we go. All right, we got the the easy one, easy question out of the way. All right, let's go Thanksgiving style. So as we all know, um, and Alex, you just gave a huge laugh right in the beginning when I started recording. Was that because you just saw the question and you completely ignored it the first, like, however long? No, it was just the way you started the intro. That was Oh, it. Thanksgiving football edition. You didn't like that? Yes. No, I thought it was goofy, but whatever. It's fine. Continue. I'm not restarting it now. I thought it was a great no, intro. No, I, I was no, thinking I about it, that no, three hours ago. I think it was ago. funny. I think it was uh, funny, but three it was hours just like ago. a chuckle. Yeah. Thanksgiving football edition. Anyway, so to start us off, we all know, and I've already been seeing the meme circling on social media about Thanksgiving dinners and um, especially Thanksgiving family time, not even dinners because you're hanging out with your family. Um, hopefully, you, you bless you, Alex. Um, <laughs> hopefully, you, uh, you're all bonding together, but we all know that's not really the case. And there's always those times where you're going to have those interactions Things get really awkward. There's maybe some dead silence pauses. Someone brings up something they shouldn't have and the family does not know how to react. So Alex and I are going to play a little guessing game for our families. Uh, now, for me and for him, because we're both Giants fans, we're here on the Giant Take podcast, and I'm sure you're listening as well, 
are in the the you're in the middle. You're stuck in this predicament of what the hell are we going to do? We have a Giants game to watch, right? So this might interrupt your early dinners at 5 p.m. The Giants game is going to be on. Now, are you going to a gathering? Are you hosting? What's the deal? If you're hosting, I'm sure you're going to have it on the TV throughout and you'll be able to watch it yourself. If you're not hosting, are you going to pull out that phone? Is your phone going to be under the table? Is it going to be on the table? You know, how are you going to play this game? So we got to go through the playbook here and we got to figure this thing out. But the question that I wanted to talk about was how many awkward interactions or not even interactions. Sorry. That's like with the interactions is not what I mean. How many awkward moments just in general will occur at your family gathering on Thanksgiving? I already have my number made up, Alex. If you need a little bit more time, I can I can start unless you already have in a relation number. to the Giants game. Correct. Um, it can or be general. I have, I have both. I have both because I, okay. I mean, and, and we could talk about how it's going to work for the giants game for us personally. Cause I like to run through that as well, but I want to go through this first. So I have my, do you want me to go first to give you some more time or you got, uh, no, I mean, I, I got my number for both scenarios, giants game and non giants game. Okay. So give us Alex, what is your overall total before you go to the specific giants game, the overall total, including the giants, obviously, into, uh, uh, moments that are going to be awkward that you predict are going to be awkward at your family gathering on Thanksgiving three. I'm going to say three. That's a, that's a low ball. If I've ever seen one, only three awkward moments. Okay. Interesting. Um, so I'm going to guess my guess is that's hard. It's only three. I'm going to say two of them are giants related. It's, I think it's either one or two. I mean, I don't think it's all three. So what is, what is the answer to how many out of the three are giants related? I'm going to say it's it, uh, to be honest, I'm still not really sure, but I'd say in between zero and one because I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think it not. No, there's no opposing fans in my family, so uh, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Um, most of them aren't even really fans of sports at all, so I don't think that would be a, a, a big predicament for me. So I think there could be something like, you know, I'm you know watching the game on the TV and it's like, oh, it's time for Thanksgiving dinner. Like, we're cutting the turkey, and it's like, uh, sorry, it's third and 15. Uh, Daniel Jones just got sacked for 10 yards, and now Jamie Gillen's going to come out to do a 10-yard punt. But, uh, you know, I think there definitely could be scenarios like that. So I'm going to go with one um, awkward scenario for the Giants and then just two, you know, your normal family awkward scenarios. Um, I think you you always have at least two of those. I, I, I mean, th- this sounds super high compared to you now. I have seven. Uh, seven's been on my mind all day since I came What's going on? What's going on in your family? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, Alex, you know how it's going to be. I mean, they just had midterm elections. Obviously, politics, you know, is going to be an issue. That's going to come up yes, eventually. Yes, politics always comes up. Yes. I, I got a new dog recently. You know, that's going to come up and there's going to be some awkward comments about that, I'm sure. And especially the Giants game. I think you kind of What, what are me- the awkward comments about your dog going to be? Like, what, what are people going to say? I just, it's just awkward moments, right? So, how I mean, is, How is it going to be an awkward, though? I don't I, understand. I'm not going to specifically. I'm just bringing up <laughs> scenarios to where awkward moments could occur. Um, I think there's also going to be some awkward moments. My dog is kind of scared of people right now. She's kind of getting used to us three. So when we get 20 people in the house, I think there's going to be an awkward moment where maybe one of the little true, cousins true. that I have, they're going to see her. She's going to run away. And then there's going to be an awkward chase around in my living room with the kid and the dog. So you know what? That's an awkward moment that could very well happen. Anyway, anyway, let me continue, please. Uh, out of those seven moments, I think three of them, I think three of them are going to be Giants related. I think you set me up there with the family member 
not of op- opposite teams because you know my situation. My uncle is very much a Dallas Cowboys fan. Grew up in the 80s when he hopped on the bandwagon. Not even close to from Dallas, Texas, from Long Island. Uh, but he was one of those bandwagons as a kid that has stuck with the Cowboys ever since their wonder years in the 80s, which they never come back to since then because they suck. And so anyway, with that being said, um, that is my awkward interactions count. So Alex, now that we talked about, we addressed that question. Let's go into the playbook scenario. What do we give our listeners the advice to do? If you are on the couch and you are watching the, or you're able to watch the game on a screen. You know, you got the TV. Let's, cause not the screen doesn't, we're going to do the phone scenario next. You have the TV to watch it on, right? I'm going to say your positioning, you should be very nervous going into this game because they're missing a lot of people gone, you know, due to injuries. We're going to talk about it. the Dallas Cowboys have been absolutely lights out on offense. 40 to three, they beat the Vikings, one of the best teams in the NFL. And my approach is going to be staying silent. I'm staying silent throughout. And that's not only because my uncle is going to be right, you know, right behind my shoulder, probably making a comment every other play. Uh, but that's because you got to keep the, the giants uh, is modest approach. The right word. I'm just saying my approach with watching the game on TV that I give to my, you know, that I give to you listening, just stay calm. You know, if the giants go up big, which we're not all expecting, but if they do, Make a little noise here and there, right? Get excited for your team. But in the beginning, say the first half, stay silent. Let's watch some Giants football. And try not to get a little too, um, a little too like, um, well, what's the word I'm going for? Um, where you think you know Passionate. the outcome already. Don't get, don't get a little ahead of yourself. Because we know the Giants are a second half team. And hopefully, you got to hope they come alive in the second half. It's Thanksgiving. Keep your spirits up. So that's my TV watchers, my phone watchers. If you have to sneak it at the dinner, you know, the, the table, right? While you're eating with the family, if it's on the side or it's in your lap, don't get caught. That's the By only the way, thing what I gives say you, there. what gives you the moral we're the giant take podcast. To, get, to give advice because oh, okay. we have the giant take. We have giant takes, Alex, and this is one mm. of them. If mm. you have the phone, this might be captain obvious. I don't care. You add the phone. It's on the side. It's on the lap. Do not get caught. That's a big no-no, and that will definitely cause one of those awkward moments to occur when Here's your what I'd say. relative Wait, I- sees a phone watching the Giants-Cowboys game on your lap during Thanksgiving dinner. And now I will let Alex go. Well, what I'd say is this is a similar you know, predicament here that I know Josh and I and a whole bunch of people we know are having. Obviously, the FIFA World Cup's going on right now. We're big fans of that. Um, and unfortunately, because it's in Qatar and the time zone difference and all that, uh, it's right during school. Uh, So I've been trying to watch during school and obviously phones are not, you know, the most uh, friendly thing for most teachers. So I uh, have been, you know, using my calculator holder, uh, the slip that comes in my calculator holder to make it look like I'm using my calculator. But in reality, obviously, this doesn't work in like English class. But, you know, if you're in a science or math, it does work. Um, And you are able to uh, watch the game without. You've seriously pulled like you went full try hard for this. Are you being serious right now? Like literally like podcast or not you've been using the calculator yes i have sure. been using the calculator i told you i would use it yeah i used it in uh math the other day in Cal- that is yeah. that is i mean that is commitment right there That's i mean in right so I'm, what's the thanksgiving version of that because you can't use a cow if you show up to thanksgiving ooh, with a calculator. That's a good thing you brought up oh my gosh i think the napkin is a good one right you're holding your napkin but like 
I mean, you, I don't you, know. you say I have to put my napkin in my lap. No one's going to look in your lap. What are they going to make sure the napkins on there? Like, oh, you just make a big scene, though. You're like, but then I you're like, put my napkin in my lap. But then why are you always looking down at your napkin? That's the real question. Like, you know, you're you're making weird. sure it's not getting dirty. That's all. Make and sure it doesn't you, you fall do the, the occasional floor. you do the occasional wipe just to make sure no one's like taking side looks. You know, you're like, oh, I got a little speck here on the cheek. You know, just just a little dabble. Yeah. And then you put it back and you set the phone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough, though. Um, what I was going to say, yeah, what I was going to say, in my math class, Alex, I sit in the front row. I had no shame. I had my notebook. And oh, I, I do, got, too. Yeah. <laughs> next to my notebook, which is my phone sitting on the desk and uh, no comments from the teacher yet. So we'll have to see how long that, that lasts. But anyway, OK, we talked a good 10 minutes about non Giants Thanksgiving stuff. But we wanted to have some fun here in this Thanksgiving edition of the podcast. And now we can get into your Giants news uh, heading into this game. And we hope you stayed a l- around for these 10 minutes. We greatly appreciate it if you did and hung with our humor for a little bit. All right, so let's head into this game now. So this game, again, second game slate on Thanksgiving, 4.30 start. Both teams 7-3, and three, Dallas beating the Vikings last week, 40-3. to three. Not even last week, two days ago now when we're recording this on Tuesday night. It's really weird, Alex. We're like here after we were just here. I don't know. I'm not used to that. Uh, taking a look at the snap percentages of some players from last uh, Sunday's game against the Lions on offense, we'll start with Darius Slayton. He was active in 87% of the snaps. Moving down the list, we have Matt Parrott, 82%, Lawrence Cager, 74%, Isaiah Hodgins, 59%, Josh Zulu, 49%, Kenny Galladay, 43%, Nick Gates, 33%, Richie James, 22%. I should have prefaced this before I started talking, and I realized that after like the third player. These are the players that I pulled. I didn't obviously do every single offensive player, but it was the percentages that I felt were necessary to talk about with some of these players, like Matt Parrott stepping in uh, for injuries on the offensive line, like Darius Slayton now being number one wide receiver with 87%, Lawrence Cager being the number one tight end, Hodgins also, Azuda for the same reason as Matt Parrott in there, Kenny Galladay getting benched here and there, Nick Gates, obviously, who might start at center this week. We'll get into that later. And then Richie James, who also will get an increased snap count i assume this week in the slot uh because of the injured and now out for the season one around so we'll get to that too let's head to the defense now Kayvon thibodeau was in 69 percent of snaps nick mcleod 58 percent belton also 58 percent jason pinnock 55 percent and darnay holmes 51 percent taking mostly a look at those cornerbacks um and also you know without a dory jackson and also uh the safety position a little bit with the loss of xavier mckinney still Moving on from that, Alex is going to talk a little bit about the Giants injuries that I sort of mentioned um, earlier. Yeah, so unfortunately on Monday, uh, we got the news that Wandale Robinson tore his ACL and he's going to be out for the remainder of the season. Really unfortunate. He had 100 yards on Sunday uh, and looked like he was just improving, getting better each and every week. Uh, So really disappointing stuff for Wandale and this Giants team. Um, Dable said it is a little bit too early to see if tight end Daniel Bellinger and Evan Neal or Zizo Jalari will be ready to return for Thursday. Uh, that was on Monday that he said that it doesn't look like any, all three of them, it looks like will not be playing most likely. And then a couple of them, uh, Daniel Bellinger actually was confirmed along with Aziz Ojalari. Um, so Dable said it. Bellinger, Adoree Jackson, also with that knee injury, he had that MCL injury, uh, three to six weeks, I think was the timeline, uh, won't play on Thursday, and the rest of the injured players will be uh, game time decisions mostly, 
uh, such as Evan Neal. Aziz Ojolari, like I already mentioned, won't be activated from the IR this week and looks to come back versus the Commanders. Dable is optimistic on Richie James, who has a knee injury, uh, so he would probably be the favorite to replace Wondell Robinson in the slot uh, and also return punts. Um, and Evan Neal said that he'll see how he's feeling on Thursday uh, if and see if he can play, and we're still not sure, but it looks on the not good end of him playing, uh, the not very likely end. Uh, Andrew Thomas did not practice on Tuesday or today when we're recording this uh, because of an illness, uh, but it looks like it shouldn't keep him out, hopefully, on Thursday. And then kind of going to some, I guess it's still related to injuries, kind of, uh, it looks like Nick Gates will start at center on Thursday. Uh, amazing recovery, miraculous recovery for him coming back from that gruesome injury. Um, but it's not set in stone. We'll have to see what happens. Um, and obviously that also depends on the game time decision of these injured players. Yeah, so the injury news continues to stack up for the New York Giants, and uh, it doesn't get any lighter for this week. In fact, it does get heavier. More weapons lost and a harder game for the Giants to win against the Dallas Cowboys. So that's what I was talking about earlier with take the uh, laid back approach because we have no idea how this game gonna game's going to go. It could be a blowout or it could be close. The blowout leaning towards a Dallas Cowboys victory um, as of now, but let's hope it's different and the Giants can shock us um, again, pulling a world cup sort of um, comparison. If anyone's paying attention right now, there is a match between Argentina and Saudi Arabia. We all know who's on Argentina. It's Lionel Messi, uh, one of, if not the best soccer players to ever play football or soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. I'll say soccer for this case because we have an American football podcast. I can't, it's hard to confuse the two. I'll say soccer. Um, and anyway, Saudi Arabia going into the game, no one was predicting them to win. It was going to be an easy sweep for Messi and the boys. Um, and it ends up that Saudi Arabia pulls one of the greatest upsets in World Cup history. Um, and if you didn't watch that match, I don't know what you were doing, uh, but it was it was absolutely insane. Well, it was a 5 a.m. Probably it was at 5 a.m. So I knew, <laughs> that's I knew probably that it was doing. coming. I knew that was coming. Right. Well, I, I still, I don't know what you were doing. I know, Alex, I'm sure the moment you got up, you you turned and turned it on, although you probably woke up too late. But I did I, wake up too late. Very sad. Yeah. Immediately when I woke up, I uh, turned on the TV. I was like in the 60-something minute, um, and I went from there. But anyway, could the Giants pull us Saudi Arabia? That's where I was going out there. Um, anyway, the Giants, uh, moving on to some practice squad at, uh, signing news. Giants signed tight end Nick Vanette to the practice squad and elevate tight end Lawrence Cager to the active roster. Vanette, who's 6'6", 261 pounds, was released by the New York uh, New Orleans Saints Excuse me, on Saturday. He's a seven-year veteran. He's played in 80 regular season games. 35 starts for Seattle, Pittsburgh, Denver, and New Orleans, plus one postseason game for the Seahawks. His career totals include 86 receptions for 826 yards and six touchdowns. So uh, that's from Giants.com. So basically, uh, it's not like he has had no NFL starts or no NFL playing time. Uh, This guy is a veteran. He knows what he's doing. And if need be, he can be elevated from the practice squad and help out the team while Daniel Bellinger is still working his way back. Um, but luckily, there was another update with Bellinger today, I think, that he is not seeing the double vision anymore. His eyes are starting to get better. He's getting used to the visor on his helmet. He's catching balls in practice. Um, 
and hopefully working up to eventually playing, not this week, obviously, uh, but eventually playing um, later this season. With that being said, I'll send it back to Alex because it's his favorite part of the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, This is the injury report, which for some reason has now, I guess, become your thing, Alex, uh, for the past few weeks here. So I'm not going to stop it now. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, we've got a long one today, so buckle your seatbelts. For the did not practice players on Monday, Monday was a walkthrough as was Tuesday, uh, by the way. So these are all projections. Uh, did not practice. Daniel Bellinger with the eye, Josh Azudu neck, John Feliciano neck, Adore Jackson knee, Richie James knee, Fabian Moreau oblique, Tyree Phillips neck. Limited players on Monday were Evan Neal with a knee and Jason Pinnock, uh, Pinnock with a jaw. Uh, and then Tuesday, today, when we're recording this, also a projection walkthrough. Uh, did not practice players were uh, Daniel Bellinger, I, Azudu, Neck, Feliciano, Neck, Adore Jackson, Knee, Lemieux, Toe, Moreau, Oblique, Thomas, Illness, uh, Limited Players, Dame Belton, Clavicle, Richie James, Knee, Evan Neal, Knee, Tyree Phillips, Neck, Jason Pinnock, Jaw. Um, so long injury report there. A lot of these players we already mentioned earlier, uh, talking about whether or not they were going to be available. And the players that we didn't mention uh, will most likely be game time decisions. So uh, keep your phones on around three o'clock, I'd say, on a Thursday on Thanksgiving. You know, sneak sneak it under the table, check out who's active, who's not, because uh, that's definitely going to be important for this game. It seems like Richie James is trending towards the positive of playing. I think we mentioned that already. Um, and that's the same thing with Andrew Thomas. It's just an illness. Hopefully he can play through it. Jason Pinnock as well talked to the media today. When we're, Again, we're recording this on Tuesday. We say that all the time in our episodes whenever we're recording. But Jason Pinnock um, on Tuesday talked to the media. Um, and it seems like he's trending upwards as well to play with the jaw injury. Um, you know, his chewing's fine. His... His talking is fine, obviously. With a jaw injury, you have to use your jaw to do both of those things. So it seems like Jason Pinnock is going to be okay. Um, And what's not going to be okay is, once again, I mean, like, they're better than last week. I'll tell you that much. Um, They're not three wins and ten losses, but our NFL picks still... There still isn't like a blowout type of like, wow, we did really good this week type of thing. Alex did beat me, though. He went eight and five. I went seven and six. Um, and let, I mean, let's hope things change. I tried to kind of see, put his picks in the, in the outline first for us. So I went second. I tried to switch it up as much as I could, you know, that I could stick to, um, for, for a difference. I can't just randomly put, Oh, who's against the bills. Oh, the Lions. Yeah. Lions got all the way. Right. I mean, I have to kind of take the wins with the wins, but maybe the Lions will shock everyone who knows. Anyway, it's NFL picks time. You guessed it. Um, Let's get right into it. Alex, take it over. All right. So on Thanksgiving, uh, the first game of the day will be Bills and Lions. We both have the Bills. Vikings, Patriots will be the night game, the Thursday night game, I guess you can say. We both have the Vikings. Texans, Dolphins at 1 o'clock on Sunday. We both got the Dolphins. Titans, Bengals. I have the Titans. Josh has the Bengals. Broncos, Country, Let's Ride. We both have them against the Panthers. Uh, Bears, Jets, I have the Bears, Josh has the Jets, very interesting situation with Zach Wilson there, Commanders, Falcons, we both have the Commanders, Browns, Buccaneers, I have the Browns, Josh has the Buccaneers, Ravens, Jaguars, we both have the Ravens, uh, and then Josh will take us away to the, what are the Raiders now? 
three and seven Raiders. No one would have predicted that at the start of this season. Yeah, it's going to be a Raiders versus Seahawks matchup. For some reason, Alex, I feel like the last three weeks you've gone with the Raiders to win. I don't know why you have any faith in them whatsoever, but Alex goes with the Raiders. I go with the Seahawks, the favorites in that matchup. Chargers versus the Cardinals. We both have the Chargers winning that one. 49ers go up against the Saints. The 49ers on Monday Night Football showed how dominant of an offense they can be. Uh, And they're probably going to keep showing that on Sunday as we both have the 49ers winning that game. Rams versus Chiefs. We both have the Chiefs winning there. Packers versus Eagles. Alex has an Eagles win. I'm hoping for an upset. I'm hoping we get the Packers with a win there. And then it's Steelers versus the Colts. We both have the Colts winning that one. Kind of a weak Monday night matchup if I'm, you know, if I might say so, yeah, uh, really not, a, weak. <laughs> not, not a huge fan of uh, two losing record franchise teams. But besides that, I mean, the Thanksgiving matchup, always the Thanksgiving matchups are looking wonderful. Alex, you know the team that they're missing, though, on the Thursday? They're missing the, the Bears, the Bears-Lions game. I feel like that's always the case on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, I guess. But I, I mean, it's always the Lions who play. But yeah, I mean, the Bears usually play the Lions, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then the the NFC East matchup of Giants-Cowboys, I feel like it's somewhat frequent. And the Patriots, right? I always feel like they seem to play on uh, Thanksgiving. No? Not sure. Whatever. It is what it is. But <laughs> I, I like the Thanksgiving matchups. I'm not going to lie to you. I think all three um, are pretty cool because like, even though it's Bills-Lions, like, it's going to be a blowout. The Lions, I mean... Look what they did to the Giants on Sunday. So, um, you know, every team has a, has a chance, and that's why it's always 50-50 going into a game. You never know who's going to win in football. Um, so you could go that, you know, you could say that for all these games. Okay, going to the Giants-Cowboys, back to that. Um, let's talk about our players to watch, starting out with my players to watch because I go first. CD lamb is going to be my player. So to player to watch for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the guy is seventh in NFL in the NFL when it comes to receptions, 11th in the NFL, when it comes to receiving yards, he's also tied for 11th in touchdowns with five. Uh, so CD lamb's your player to watch. And Alex, I told him to pick this guy. He didn't. So now I have to do it. Honorable mention is Micah Parsons, who is 10 and a half sacks, I believe, on the season. I think that's third in the NFL. The guy's an absolute beast. We wanted him, you know, Alex and I wanted him when I mean me, we, uh, for the Giants to pick him out of Penn State. Um, and we knew, we knew, Alex and I knew on draft night when he got drafted that. Well, oh, here's what I would say, though. We never knew that he would be this dominant on the edge. We thought he would be an inside linebacker. No one saw this coming uh, that he was going to be a dominant edge rusher in the NFL. Let's just say that we didn't foresee him being like this. Alex didn't let me finish, cut me off, but you know, that's okay because we did know this. And what I was going to say was before he cut me off, we knew uh, that ever since draft night, when Micah Parsons was picked, we knew that he was going to be in the NFC East and dominating um, on an NFC East team. That wasn't the New York giants. We were going to have to play him twice a year. That's what I was going to say before you decided to assume what Make I was going to say. Make a good point. Say. No, I wasn't. I you was were going to assume, point. but you were like, I we didn't know. That. We didn't know. Well, no, we well, did. I wasn't saying was, that. I'm saying we knew were. that he was going to be good. But what I was confirming. Right, but you didn't know that I was going to. You assumed whatever. Not bro. a big deal. Anyway. It's okay. I'm, I'm just a clarifying king. CeeDee Lamb is my player to watch for the Cowboys. And my player to watch for the New York Giants is Nick McLeod. And just because of what I talked about with CeeDee Lamb, Nick McLeod without Adoree Jackson is up there. He's going to be starting for the New York Giants. I'm going to say he's cornerback one, but he's going to be starting for the New York Giants. 
The Dallas Cowboys have two very good wide receivers, Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb. So who is Nick McLeod going to cover? Because he's going to have to cover one of them. Maybe he switches up throughout the game. I assume, though, that the Wink Marindell will just want him to cover one guy and stay on that one guy. So is it going to be Gallup or is it going to be Lamb? I'd be watching Nick McLeod throughout the game to see what happens because whoever he's on, uh, he's most likely going to struggle against both opponents. So we'll have to wait and see there. Alex, now you can continue with your picks or your players to watch. All right, I will begin with my picks now. Uh, I'll start with the Cowboys. I got Tony Pollard, had a big breakout game, uh, even with Zeke back uh, on Sunday, and it looks like he is kind of the focal dynamic point of this offense, Um, and I think Dak hitting him out of the backfield um, is going to be potent, and our linebackers or safety is going to be able to cover him. I'm not sure, Uh, and I think he's going to be a player that the Giants are going to have to watch really carefully uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And then on the offensive side of the ball for my player to watch for the giants, it's going to be Nick Gates. Uh, Nick Gates obviously played a few snaps on Sunday more than usual uh, when he was filling in, but how is he going to do in a full game against beasts like DeMar- uh, Demarcus Lawrence, excuse me, who are able to just wreck the inside first game back after a major injury. Um, I'm rooting for the guy. It just could be a difficult tall task for him and we'll see how he handles it uh, on Thursday. So those are my players to watch. Uh, And then for my game prediction, I'm going to go 34-20 Cowboys, unfortunately. I think the Cowboys are just a better team at this moment. They got a great defense uh, and they've got a, you know, moving very well offense. Their offense is improving week by week. Uh, Just a lot, you know, great backfield, good receivers, solid quarterback, solid offensive line, and then just a, a dynamic defense with playmakers like Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons. I think it's going to be a tough, tall task for the Giants, especially without a lot of their key players, Adore Jackson, possibly Evan Neal. You know, it's going to be a makeshift offensive line, a huge makeshift receiver group, a makeshift secondary. It's just, I think, a little bit too much for this Giants team to overcome. I have a very similar result that Alex has, and I also have a very similar result to what the scoreline was between the Giants and Lions. A 30-17 victory for the Dallas Cowboys is my prediction for this game. And I just hope the Giants prove both of us wrong and we can come back. We can hop on the mics for this podcast either on Thursday night after our Thanksgiving uh, time with the family um, where we'll either be fed up with both the family and the Giants or we can hop on the mics uh, Thursday after Thanksgiving after having a really nice night um, in both apartments. But anyway, we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, Plugs to end this one out. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. You can also rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. For more places to listen to the podcast, go to shipstudios.com slash giant take. We are on Instagram and Facebook by the name of the Giant Take Podcast. On Twitter and TikTok, the Giant Take Pod. Alex, he's on Twitter at Anorian23. I'm on Twitter at Josholo29. If you weren't listening to what I said or whatever, if I spoke too fast, it's all good. Go to the Um, podcast notes for this episode and you can see all the info I just talked about there and I'm sure Alex is going to say the same thing too when I send it to him to do the final outro but I like it to come from me as well if you're listening to this episode on Wednesday or even on Thanksgiving Day itself on Thursday just have a great and a happy Thanksgiving Um, enjoy enjoy it you know take the day off if you have the day off if you're working Um, thank you so much for working uh, because it's a really really big holiday to work but most places are closed so hopefully you're enjoying your time 
And um, also enjoy your time with your family because it's very, very, very unlikely for all those people that's going to be in the same room on that day to kind of be together at the same time. So I know this isn't a this this doesn't sound like I'm a giant. I'm, like I'm about to cry. I know. I'm like right I was going to say this isn't a uh, religious podcast, but <laughs> all I'm trying to say at the end of the day is just think about it that all those people that are going to be there, you know, might not be in that room you know, a lot throughout the year. So just kind of take it in for what it is and enjoy. Have a very, very happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Alex, I'll send it to you for probably the same type of thing. <laughs> I've got tears in my eyes, man. It's it, My eyes are watering. Yeah, make sure to have a great Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And we'll see you after hopefully a Giants win. Uh, no matter what, Giants win or lose, everyone have a good Thanksgiving. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.